0: Welcome to Two Crows Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Holmes, longtime guest, first time host. So bear with me while I catch my bearings, I guess. Since I'm usually the one being asked questions, I am now going to be the one putting on the display and asking the questions to others. Which some may think is crazy since I can't even decide what I want to eat, let alone make rules or decisions, but we're gonna give it a go and see if this helps my healing process with that. Although others may be less surprised since I've always been the talkative one and the one that always has something interesting to say. Those random facts that just float around in my brain and Word vomit all over people when there's an awkward silence. So why did I decide to do this? Well, I actually decided on this a few years ago. I just put it off because I was a workaholic and had every excuse in the book to not jump in because of my fear of nobody wanting to hear my voice. Which is a little ironic considering I've done audiobooks and people have requested that I read specific books for them for their sleep tracks. And they say that my voice is really soothing. So, so let's just say that it's a little interesting that my anxiety tells me that it's the opposite of what everyone has told me in my life. Um, As you know, well, maybe you don't, but as many people do know, I have a pretty decent presence on TikTok and use my voice a lot. And people on there have been telling me to create a podcast, which I was like, I've been having that idea since before TikTok existed. But my anxiety and fear is definitely in the way, so bear with me as I figure out exactly how I want to do this. First, a little bit about me. My name's Tyler. I do a lot of cosplay and I collect oddities. My favorite dinosaur is a compie because they're tiny but mighty, although it's my favorite question to ask others is what their favorite dinosaur is since adults rarely get asked that question anymore. And I like hearing the answers because people really nerd out about it or they have like, hey, this is my answer and act all embarrassed that it's like a common thing. Um, It wouldn't be common if it wasn't cool, okay? There is no wrong answer as long as you answer an actual dinosaur, okay? So, what is your favorite dinosaur? You can answer here if there's a comment box or go to my Instagram that I'm making today, Two Crows Podcast. Hopefully that's available. If not, I will put in the description what it actually is. Um, And please let me know what your favorite dinosaur is. I don't even care if you hear this way later and you're commenting on a random post on there, your favorite dinosaur, I will see you, I will know, and I will smile. But here's some exciting news. I started a Patreon two days ago to kind of organize my thoughts, get it set up since people were asking me for it on TikTok, and two people already signed up before I even post a podcast episode, and they signed up for the top tier, so I'm going to announce them here. They both are in my full-fledged accomplice group, which is the top tier. Um, and I have first, I have James Gasky, and he helped me so much on TikTok when my dog got attacked as well as just tipping me for my cosplay and my comedy and the work that I put into on TikTok, and that meant so much to me. So when he joined Patreon, I was again shocked and so thankful, and I had the stupidest smile on my face when I woke up in the middle of the night and saw that the second person to join my full-fledged accomplices is Alan Fauner. He has also been there a lot, has already supported me uh, financially with the podcast because there were some things that I needed to uh, flush out to be able to start it. And he donated to um, to that fund uh, through TikTok. And I was very, very, very thankful. Um, he's helped me with a few different projects and has been there since pretty much, I think my first account on TikTok, which of course got thanos like everybody's, um, who says things that people don't like, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, has pretty much stuck, stuck through everything with me. So I'm super appreciative for him as well. I have four tiers, uh, to my Patreon. Um, there's one for people who just want to donate a little bit of money every month to help support me. Uh, that one's the voyeurs, you little watchers, you. The second group are my crow tits. Um, They are supporting a little bit more um, and they get a lot of benefits. And each tier, um, as it goes up, gets the same benefits as the last tier plus new ones. So if you go on to my Patreon, it's patreon.com slash Tyler Holmes. That's Tyler with an A where the E would be. Because when I tell Starbucks that, uh, they put it at the end of my name and it's just Tyler or it's Taylor, um, but yeah, Tyler Holmes. I'll put a link in the description as well. Uh, the next is my Murder Crows, um, and then I have my MILF potatoes, which I'll tell you a story about MILF potatoes later, as well as my Full Fledged Accomplices. That's my top tier. Um, so if you are on there, you will also get my podcast a little earlier, uh, Vocal and audio and video. So I will be recording video soon as my uh, new webcam comes in. My camera on my laptop is really horrible. And <laughs> I was just recording another podcast as a guest on On La with Lee. And on that one, I... I uh, had my horrible video on, so you'll be able to see that if you um, watch that when it comes out on YouTube and on her podcast, which airs a few different places, so on La Nose, you'll be able to hear me on there as well, and we'll be doing some projects in the future. She's going to be co-hosting with me on a segment on this podcast, so I have a co- two different segments on this podcast, and one will have guests, and one will be just myself. I've also guest appeared on the podcast Behind Closed Doors by The Transverse, and that was a huge honor to be a part of and was so fun. So if you look that one up, it's on Twitch um, under The Transverse, and then the segment was Behind Closed Doors. I'm sure you'll get to know me really well through these podcasts, but a little bit about me. I have two kitty babies and a puppy and by all of that I mean they're older but they're always puppies and kitties to me. I have Fiona. I have Milf Potato, which I'll tell you her story later, um probably on the next podcast episode, and I have Frankie, and the first two are cats and the last was a dog and they are wonderful and they do travel on my bus, so We renovated a school bus into an RV and travel around the U.S. Um, I do work between two states, so I go back and forth between those states, but then we try to hit other ones as well. I do have um, loin lions, and they're all a little older, so teens and preteens. And now that I am out of just mommy mode and they all have friends in their own lives, I now can branch out into my own life and have my own identity, and this is part of it. Recently, though, I have had a damper in the bus travels because of my health. Uh, If you do follow me either on any of my social medias, you probably know that my health had taken a turn for the worse. I do have three conditions that are chronic that together are pretty crappy. I have POTS, EDS, and MCAS, um, which basically mean that I'm allergic to gravity, my own connective tissues, and everything else randomly. So um, usually I have it under control and I can listen to my body and know what's going on, but I've been in a pretty constant flare-up the last two months, and now my blood tests have come back with a little bit of concern um, for... Uh, my kidney and liver which those problems started after my gallbladder got removed so they're a little worried that some of the sludge from my gallbladder got left in the tube and it's causing some issues which is making me flare up really bad I've had gastroparesis the last two months Um, like I usually have it off and on and it's usually just a couple of days of a flare-up but I've had it for two months. I had like one week in the last two months I've been able to eat solid food and keep it down. Um, the, I've basically only had protein drinks and then I try to eat because I'm so hungry and then lose it all. But I had a thought yesterday when I was going through all of my, um, tummy issue, goth girlfriend, squishmallow pile. Um, I have a lot of fake food stuffed fake food you can't really call them animals but they have eyes so I guess they would be animals I don't know but (laughs) I have a lot of fake food and they're like squishy stuffed animal things and I'm like okay is it because I have tummy issues and can't eat these foods that I have like these comfort quote-unquote foods I don't know but I noticed a lot of other people with tummy issues on TikTok that have the same sort of collection of squishy items that they can just sink into. So let me know if you have tummy issues and you have a large collection of squishy things. In particular, fake food that you can't eat the real version of. So what is my interest? My interest really is the strange, dark, macabre, oddity haunted schnit shit. I can say shit, can't I? Oh, this is podcast. Okay, <laughs> so I have a whole room in my house of oddities. It's kind of overflowed out of that room now. The outside of my house looks like the Adams Family house, and I hang dolls and antlers from my uh, porch. If I can't be an adult and have adult money and do what I want with it. What's the point? What is the point? So yes, I do. I make my house look like a haunted house all year round. But on that note, my house is also haunted. A little backstory about my particular house. I didn't ever think I could own a home. I really didn't. I worked sometimes 80 hours a week with three different jobs, usually a career and two side jobs at the same time just to make ends meet. And I really thought that I would just forever be stuck renting. As a single mom of four, I really didn't think that I could do it. But when I had the opportunity present itself to me that I had to move to a state that was a little less expensive, I started looking into actually purchasing and the company that moved me to this state they gave me an option of about five different cities that I could move to and when I saw this particular house I said I will go to that city and I know that it's the one technically it's a town but I will go there as long as I can get that house if I can't get that house I don't want to live in that town And they were like, okay, well, let's see if you can get that house. And so I put in an offer and they accepted it and I got it and was able to purchase this house. And it's huge. It's a Victorian Queen Anne with an acre, a vineyard and an orchard on it. Very small, obviously, if it's only an acre, but has a huge backyard and huge front yard with a weeping willow. Come on now, a weeping willow. And a hedge around it. It looks haunted. Okay? Haunted. I will post a picture on my Instagram when I have it up. But I, I got accepted for the house. And so I got it. And in this state, you get an abstract when you purchase the home and close on the home. And the abstract is so cool. It is filled with everything from the purchase of the land um, becoming like actually deeded land all the way up until the present time and everything that's happened in the house, every upgrade, every transfer. Um, it had the old stamps from actual like transactions and it was just amazing. It's very cool. I, I may post pictures or a video of that if it doesn't give away my address. Um, but I um, was looking through this and I saw the person's name and then I saw like that he owned it for a really long time, or that the family, the husband owned it. And then it was deeded to the wife, um, for a really long time. And I was like, okay, what happened? Because it was about two months after the house's construction was done, that it was deeded over to the wife. So I was like, did they get divorced? But back then women couldn't technically own property. So I went to the historical society and asked them about this guy. And so they pulled up everything. Well, this guy was an architect, and he built all of the Queen Anne-style homes in the Painted Ladies in this town, and this was the last one built, and he built it for himself. So that's why it's the most elaborate in town. It has, like, really pretty gingerbreading. It's gorgeous, and I want to know what the original color of it was. It's green and burgundy and gold right now, but... They said that a couple months after the house was done, he started getting really sick and then they found him dead in the house of smallpox. And so since there wasn't a ton of research about smallpox and how it's contracted and what you do, the wife didn't want to live in the home after he passed. So no one lived in it until she passed. Uh, It sat here Uh, for I believe it was like 30 years and she lived on a separate home on the same property so the property originally was the entire block and they had built a separate duplex on the property uh, to rent out and for staff so she was living in half of the duplex the house sat here empty and the um, it just yeah no one wanted to go inside because they thought they'd get smallpox so after she passed, they came in, cleaned up the house, and sold it. Uh, someone bought it, and they lived in it. They did some upgrades to it, and then throughout the time, more people did upgrades to it. And so by the time I got it, it had all new wiring, insulation, um, pipes uh, were redone. Not all of them, I found out later. Um. <laughs> And, um, so it was like in great condition. They'd moved the house from where the garage was over to where it is now. And they put a basement underneath with full, like eight and a half foot ceilings. Um, so there's a whole basement apartment in the basement and it's beautiful. And I got it for very little amount of money, um, compared to where, what it would cost anywhere else. Six bedroom, four bathroom, beautiful queen Anne. Well, it wasn't long after I bought the house that weird things started happening. Doors would just open and close and like full on I'd hear the doorknob turn and I thought someone was messing with me like one of the kids but they would all be asleep Um, and like I would put something down it would be just me in the house put something down and turn around and it's gone. Like nothing malicious was happening but it was just like annoyances and little like jump scare type things. Uh, later on, I did get a player piano and it'll randomly play things. Um, and it's pump, like your feet pump the air through. So it doesn't really play unless you're pumping the actual air through the feet. But yeah, my, I have a ghost piano. Um, and I, there was one day, this was years ago, but I was laying in bed, um, someone was next to me and I hear a big old loud sound like the front door slamming closed is what it sounded like so next to me um I tried to wake him up and I was like hey can you go check that sound out and he's like you go check it out he doesn't remember this at all just so you know (laughs) <laughs> it's like, you go check it out. So I did. I, I creep downstairs. I had cameras at this point on that door, mind you. So I have this on film. And if I find that video, I will post that as well on Instagram. But I go down there and both my storm door and my front door, which open in separate directions, were open. My cats were outside in the snow um, and I went and got the cats inside closed the door and then I went and reviewed the camera I don't know what that slamming sound was because it really sounded like my front door slammed closed and mind you that door I checked the camera I had locked it and that is a big old heavy door and it does not open on its own I will even do a video showing you like how that door opens but the fact that the storm door opened first then the um then the other door, the inside door opened and then the cats just wander out and there's like orbs that you can see in the video. It is really bizarre. And there is zero slamming. I don't know where the sound came from. Like you do not hear it in the video at all. And that's the, I was all the way up in the attic and this is two floors below and I could hear it. Still crazy to this day. Um, I've had my bedroom door do that. So I, like I said, I hear the doorknob open and like the door slam open and I've seen a figure before, but then I go to, so one time it like opened and then it slammed shut. And that was when I saw the figure. And then I go and run over there and open the door and I see nobody and all the kids are asleep. And this figure was tall and my kids were little at the time. So just things like that happening, um, but nothing crazy has ever happened that was, like, negative. No one's ever been hurt or injured, um, anything like that. And I've never heard voices. It's always just been, like, seeing somebody and, like, doors and stuff opening and closing. Um, I put cameras in different rooms, so I'd stop blaming the kids for things. Um <laughs> And the cameras have caught some interesting things. Um, so yeah, that's that's a bit of my haunted story. But all of this led me to thinking a little bit about why I enjoyed this. Like, I'm not scared in my house. I actually enjoy when these things happen. And talking about it and con- connecting with other people who experience things and live around energy and maybe are just more attuned to energy but I was looking into it and I've always, always been fascinated with fear and I like haunted houses. I like scary movies. I like doing things that like have a time limit that I feel like if I don't make it, it's going to be bad. Uh, I love escape rooms. Like that is my favorite thing. If you ever take me out anywhere or we do like a group meetup, we should do an escape room because they're so fun. But I uh, was looking into it and I'm like, okay, so other people have things that bring them endorphins, like running or exercise in general, which that I get. I get exercising in general, but running, no. With my pots, I faint if I run. (laughs) I can bike. Um, Or unhealthy things like gambling or healthy things like music and meditation. And for me, it's fear. And I was digging into the science behind it and it brings the same feelings and the same chemicals in the brain that exercising does to have fear and live through it. So knowing that you're going to make it through like that actual time of fear is like the exercise and then afterwards when you've made it through and you're on the other end and looking back at it And then it's the endorphins that are brought after that exercise. So it's very fascinating to me that I get that same high that like runners like my dad get. Uh, My dad's a running coach and he gets really excited if I run at all. Uh, Tangent story. One time, one time I did run a mile on a treadmill. My dad got so excited that he sent me three pairs of running shoes. I still have two of them. I have not worn them out yet, Dad. I am so sorry. But I I wear them. I wear them. One of them I've worn out from hiking. And I don't think they were hiking shoes. And you're going to yell at me for that. But I did wear them. And I still have two pairs that I've been wearing to the gym (laughs) for my workouts. I get that they're running shoes and they have mileages on them. But I, I I don't do that. I do terrain races and muddy runs. But not just running for fun. <laughs> so what you can expect in the future, I do have a segment that I will have called Frightening Frauen. And that is where my uh, co-host Lee will be on as well as guests. And I have a couple lined up um, where I'll tell stories about women that we don't normally hear about. they are women who are frightening for either positive or negative reasons um, or people who have just gone through crap Um, and lived through it and do amazing things now. Whether or not they see themselves as amazing, uh, it's irrelevant because I'm going to make them feel amazing, okay? Uh, They are. And one of the people that's technically quote-unquote famous that I'm going to talk about rarely gets talked about. The people around this person do, but this specific person is incredible and they do not get the credit that they need and I believe she's going to be the second one on my frightening frown segment um she she's just incredible and the other will be just myself um possibly guests for that as well but that'll be more of the haunted Uh, oddity different stories that um, either you write in I find or happen to me Uh, I love history so digging into the crazy past of places and I since I do travel in my bus I do plan on each place that I'm at um, planning out a on the site podcast so I will be in the location where things happen I will film it as well as record it and this will be either like where haunted sightings have happened, just crazy things from history, um, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, where I'm allowed to record. If I'm not allowed to record there, I'll just go there, take some pictures, and then tell the story afterwards. Um my cat is doing zoomies right now. I don't know if you can hear her. Um that's MILF Potato, which I will talk about on the next episode, like I said. Uh her story is funny. So <laughs> Um, So yeah, that's a little bit about what you can expect. I plan to do twice a week um, at least, and then possibly some mini um, episodes that'll air on my Patreon in between there. Well, not possibly, will air between there. Um, Some behind the scenes things, some little tiny stories, um, and other special things. I am all for making content. I have a lot to say and not very many people to say it to in real life. Everyone I know is pretty much virtual nowadays, ever since COVID made me a recluse. And (laughs) so you're my friends now. You're welcome. Um, But yeah, I'm very excited. Uh, Two Crows is the name of my company, Two Crows Entertainment, uh, oversees Two Crows podcast and Frightening Frauen. And I will be posting both of them from the same podcast. Uh, I'll just have the segments will be different and I will announce it at the beginning. I have a schedule that I'm planning, but it needs to work out with my co-host. So it'll d- depend on the days specifically that I will be posting. I'm hoping for Mondays and Wednesdays and then possibly a mini on Fridays just a check in. Um, do any news throughout the week or things like that on Fridays so I'm going to check in with her see what her schedule looks like for the frightening Frauen and get that situated I do have my first five episodes written Um, I just it's going to be pretty candid though Uh, she is going to not know the stories beforehand I'm going to be telling her the stories and then she's going to be responding to them so that My brain um, can actually answer questions that listeners may have, and she's going to be there to ask those questions, have reactions to those stories, and be able to interject and have those questions that I may not have answered because I may have just known them in my head and didn't realize anyone else would find that interesting. So she's going to be that person for me with that podcast because I wanted that candid person that isn't afraid to ask questions and cut me off and figure things out with me and our banter is really fun. She and I are very similar in regards to both our health issues as well as where we are mentally, but our personalities are very different, but they go together really, really well. And so I think you'll enjoy it. And like I said, she has her podcast called On La Nose that she started recently. And I will be on an episode, I believe it's like an hour and a half long, um, that she'll be posting in a couple of weeks, um, both on YouTube and on her podcast, uh, which airs a couple of different places. I listened to it on Apple, uh, music, Apple podcasts. I don't remember what it's called. Apple something, um, previously iTunes, whatever that is. And that's where you can find her at and i really highly recommend listening to her her voice is very soothing as well i actually fell asleep to a few of her episodes and had to listen to them a couple times because i was i was relaxed it was really nice and i sleep to podcasts as it is so I'm excited. I hope you're excited. If you have any suggestions, any stories that you think would fit into these genres, if you would like to guest on um, a podcast or you know whether it's this one or Frightening Frauen, Two Crows or Frightening Frauen, um, I would love to hear your stories and connect with you and figure out a time that works for you to do that. I... Also, if you don't want to have your voice on the podcast, um, I will read stories as well. So if you want to write into me um, either your crazy stories, um, if it's true crime, if it is um, odd, if it's horror, if it's, um, I don't know, uh, haunted, I want to hear it all. So if you want to send those into me and think that it's a fascinating story that you want told, I Am all for telling it. If you wanted anonymous, please let me know that, and I won't read your name, um, and I'll keep your yourself anonymous. If you want to change the names in your stories and locations to keep it that way, I 100% respect that, and so do the listeners. So, it's the story that matters, and I want to tell yours. And again, if you want to help me with some of my items that I need to purchase for this podcast to be more comfortable. For me to film since I'm filming literally from my bed with my mic on a box. I will post a picture of that as well. You're going to get lots of pictures on this Instagram. Um, it's really funny, but I, I have a couple of items that I need. It's not a lot, but if you want to support me on my Patreon, again, it's patreon.com slash Tyler Holmes, T-Y-L-A-R-H-O-L-M-E-S, and that money... <laughs> would help so much I have two like I said of the patrons I do announce your name um, your username of what you put on patreon or if you want to message me a different way you want me to announce you um, on the following podcast that I record after you subscribe so it might come out a week or two after you've subscribed but I record um, it right if right afterwards so I look forward to getting to know all of you more for you getting to know me and for us making this place magical and downright terrifying. All right, Crow out.